Hello and welcome uh, to Ogle This. I uh, you're with uh, Mike Ogle and my wife uh, Kim. Hello. Hey Kim. Hi. How's it going? I'm wonderful. How are you? I am great. This would have been our third episode of the year of the new year of 2022, except for technical difficulties. Yeah, we recorded all that stuff the other night, and it was a good um, one too. And it was just horrible. You couldn't hear hardly any of it. So when we were testing, you'd go like testing one, two, three, testing one, two, three, and it worked great. Then you would start talking and like, let's say you got excited that it would just mumble up. It sounded like you were talking through uh, a paper bag stuffed into a cement pipe. <laughs> and we're not exactly sure. Like during tonight, I got a little bit of crackling noise going on. Um, I don't know if it's this thing, but I'm going to try to be careful. And if you do, we apologize. We're not professionals here. Or mildly entertaining. It. Mildly entertaining is what the critics say. Somebody actually told us that we're mildly entertaining. Mm -hmm. So um, we'll take it <laughs> better than not entertaining at all. all right. And um, so we're here tonight uh, on tonight's program. Um, we don't really have anything to talk about, right? I, you tell me. No, you tell me. I didn't find anything. Okay. So we'll start <laughs> off on um, the local news of the day. It was cold. Burr. First snow of the season, I believe, right? Was that the first I mean, snow? I guess if you, you want to call that snow. It was a dusting. It was like just little flakes of sleet. Or not sleet, but just little. It wasn't even anything. It was like frost. I guess there was a couple of big wrecks this morning at rush hour. I you think know, there was like, more there snow. There always is. There was more snow across the river in St. Louis for sure. Um, it could have been across here too because um, if you had to watch the weather last night, and we'll get over to weather here in a minute, but I guess we'll just go right to weather. Um, they were like, bands like a flag coming across from west to east that some places got snow and some people didn't right but it was more just a cross than anyway yeah we didn't get very much here it wasn't slick or anything no um and um it was cold as balls though super cold and i think it's even colder tonight right would you say the temperature was mine uh the temperature outside the wind chill is minus one right now here but what's the temperature at your mom's house it was minus 16 today <laughs> at your mom's house yes. in kansas yes in oh, the sure. afternoon Minus 16 in the afternoon. That's like the third day of that being that cold? Uh, second or th yeah, I, yeah, I think so, yeah. What were you telling they got to do with the cows? You have to go out there and break the ice in the in the water because they can't get well, anything to drink. Well, isn't that what we had? Um, they do have heated ones, but right. when you have a lot of cattle, it's kind of hard. And the heated ones don't really work that great there because of the wind. Well, for those who don't know, uh, Kim and I, uh, I'm a licensed auctioneer in 13 states, and uh, we own an auction company here. We had those at one time where you they floated on top of the thing yeah, and you, you plugged them in. It sounds real safe. Yeah. Well, they're, I think they're solar. I'm not sure. Yeah, it's just oh, really hard. Electric ones that might, yeah, they do have electric water heaters. That's for sure. But it's really hard with the wind. So even if it, you know, it might be in the middle where it's not, um, where they, where the water is, but they can't reach the middle. So you have to go out there and crack around the sides and it's metal. So it does get cold and you I have to make the sure the farm is difficult, isn't dude, it? At, especially in Kansas. It's really, I mean, like everyone's complaining today. Yeah, it's really cold and it's nasty, but take this weather and flatten the whole state out. Like there's no wind breaks. There's no hills. There's no houses above a certain level. Like everything's flat, no trees. And then you have 30 mile an hour winds come out of the North. It's blowing everything around. It, it is absolutely miserable. Yeah. It's just a miserable, I hated it there. Is miserable. Yeah, there'd be times. I can't believe you grew up there. There, I mean, be, there would be times more, more times than not in the winter. Um, even when it didn't snow, it'd get so cold and windy that that your glass like screen door would have that frost on it or whatever, just from the cold. And then your house was hot, 
So it would heat up and it would just freeze you. Like you couldn't get out. It would freeze your garage uh-huh. doors. It would freeze your doors shut all the time. I mean, I remember visiting there when you live there and um, gosh, like we always talked about the wind is like 130 degrees during the summer. And then it's just hundred minus 130 during the winter. It's, it's constant just, wind. Like even on a day that's not windy is a 20 mile an hour wind day. That's considered not windy. So you're, there's a picture in there. You're, grandfather great-grandfather what my great-grandfather when was the farm started do you remember my great-grandfather built it in the 1800s well, he like 1801 homes- or 1899 it was in the middle of the 1800s i think so 1850 i, I have to look for like 1860 <laughs> 1860s i think um he farmsteaded homesteaded that plot oh, and gosh. built this beautiful it's a beautiful home and uh he grew up there and had his kids then my grandpa inherited it and he grew up there I mean, he uh, had got married and had his kids. My dad grew up there. And then we went out there and farmed until my grandpa died and we sold the farm. Uh, it's still standing today. There's a dude that owns it that uses it just for going out and hunting um, because there's a really great hunting place out there called Cheyenne Bottoms. It's like a world-class hunting refuge. Oh, that's right close to there, right? Right. It's right there. Like you right. live practically on the edge of Cheyenne Bottoms right there. So, um, yeah, he uses it for hunting, but man, I, even if we only went out there once a year, I would love to own that place again. I wish it's our family owned it again, but I did sneak on the property when, cause nobody lived there and I had my camera and I did take a bunch of pictures. And so I have a picture in my office of my great grandpa standing in front of the house in the 1800s. I have a picture of it from the 1900s. It was an aerial photo that my grandpa had done. And then I have a picture that I took from the 2000s and almost all the buildings are still there. The windmill is still there. I mean, back in the 1800s, probably, I mean, you go out there right now and there's nothing there. No, I mean, I can't even imagine what it would be in the 1800s. There had to be nothing of nothing of nothing. It was just farms. There was farmsteads and then the little town of Claflin, which is where I was born, which is like 300 people. That's crazy. And uh, yeah, it's uh, like the you. Well, when my dad passed away, you went to the cemetery. I mean, the whole cemetery is feists. That's my last name. The whole thing. When you walk in, there's a big, huge thing and it's all feists. And then everybody because they built that little church out there. That Catholic church. There's not that many families really out there every, all together, oh, right? Oh yeah. There's there's probably like twelve major families out there in that and county. That's it. Yeah, that's it. But they all had ten kids and then they all had ten kids. So like when my dad went to high school, you know, it was almost all his cousins in there. Like I have um, let me think. Twelve. I have twenty one first cousins or some shit like that. First no. cousins just on my dad's side of the family. Huh. That's crazy, right? And, sure. and we're all born about the same time. We we're all little blonde toe heads and we we're all just hung out at the farm every day. We were at the farm. I know. It was fun. I bet. We didn't have that experience. I lived in the city. Yep. Grew up in the city. 15 miles from downtown St. Louis. I grew up in the city. Right. We didn't even have like a Walmart until I was after I was in high school. What? <laughs> yeah. They built a Walmart after I was in high school or when I was in high school. Man. Right. We had Gibson's, which was like a Walmart type store and a rural king all together. Wow. So you can get a lot more and jeans. Oh yeah. But your you had your choices like Husky. And then we had a JC Penney's. Right. And but that was expensive. And then we had <laughs> Sears. Uh-huh, yeah. And then during the oil boom when that town was booming booming, um there was a lot of high end like clothing stores for the like my mom had to wear like evening gowns to the to the country club on Saturdays and Sundays and shit. And like Things really fancy, in the 80s. yeah, really fancy like sweaters. Nobody and does that anymore. No, my, I mean you get dressed up, but you're not like that. I mean, so my parents were in the oil business as well as farming, and uh, it was definitely like Dallas. I mean, my parents got 
dressed to the nines with jewels and I mean, my mom had jewelry all over and nice suits and dresses and oh i remember that yeah, and, yeah. everybody did yeah they right. wanted to look like dynasty right and then knots landing right and then um so we had the same babysitter every saturday what was Friday, that chick night. what was the bond chick alexa or something i didn't watch dynasty oh, what was dallas. her real name Morgan Fairchild. Oh yeah. yeah. I, I watched Dallas cause it, I could relate to Dallas cause it was an oil thing. Right. But like, um, you know, we just had a really fun time like growing up. Like it was really fun when the oil boom was going. Oh, I bet. <laughs> then the oil went down to nothing. <laughs> oh boy. But my dad never lost a job. I mean, he lost a job, but he was hired immediately. So was the income more on oil than cows? Then is what you're telling me. Well, when the oil was good, you know, we had pumping units, so we were getting a lot of money because there was a lot of oil on my grandpa's property. Right. Then when the oil bust happened, then he died. And when we sold it, when they auctioned it off, they sold the mineral rights because oil was, we were literally getting bills instead of getting checks. Wow. Because it Should cost. Have held on to it. Well, now, well, sure. Because my mom told me the guy that owns, he sold the property to that hunting guy, but he kept the mineral rights. Right. And the dude, when oil was $200 a barrel, he was raking it in. Right. Mom's like, God damn it. But she still has a couple of the wells still. So I know she's raking it in too. Oh, well, good. Good. I'm glad. But they're cold. They're cold. They're cold just like us. Yeah. I think it hits a certain degree though. It doesn't matter if it's 16 she or one. I, I mean, it's cold. So my mom, you know, we lived in town our whole lives. But now my mom, when my dad passed away, my mom got remarried and they just built a brand new house out. So she's back out on an actual farm now. <laughs> huh. With, you know, cattle and harvesting and she loves it. Right. Right. Um, so that takes care of uh weather for today and our Kansas report. <laughs> Thank you for letting me talk um, about it. I love talking about it. What were you telling me about the Super Bowl today? Coming okay. up. The Super Bowl's coming up. Yes. And I, what were you telling me about that? It's in, it was uh, interesting. It's that... in six five weeks. And so six five weeks. It's in five weeks. I was trying okay. to count back. Okay, so it's like February thirteenth or whatever. Right. So what I read was that um, and I've researched this. When you do a halftime show, you do not get paid to do it. Okay. And, and you have to foot the bill. Now, you know, sponsors, like you said, might help and whatnot. But you have to put all the upfront money up. The insurance, the everything. So this year they're having like a spectacular. And you know all this? I do know all this. Okay. Um, I know a lot about football, actually. And oh. so this next thing is that they hired uh, Dr. Dre to do the halftime show. Is he really a doctor? I don't know. Dr. Dr. Beats. Hmm, anyway, see a certificate. so he's, it's going to be him, Snoop Dogg, like major league name. It's, gonna, it's supposed to be like the most expensive Super Bowl show ever. He's already paid for everything because <laughs> it's, um, I mean, they're rehearsing and everything. Like they have to build this stuff. Like it's only a few weeks away. So now they're thinking, oh, they're not going to have it because of COVID. And he's like, I'm out all this money if they don't have it. And Mike asked me when I was telling him this, he said, well, duh, he has insurance for that. So then I read the article further and it said, yes, he did have calamity insurance, cancellation insurance, but there is a clause in every insurance policy that does not cover any COVID-related things, so he would just be out all that money. Millions. Well, he said he already spent millions of dollars. Now, Dr. Dre is a billionaire. Millions isn't that bad of a deal, but still, nobody wants to lose millions. Yeah, I, yeah, I mean, I don't Do know. Do they have it with no audience? That's well, where they're leaning towards. I'm just saying I've dealt with a few things and with the COVID, especially in two years, this isn't the first time they're dealing with it. I'm just surprised there's not, wasn't, isn't anything in those contracts discussing COVID. That's what surprised me. If there he's paying is for or not. saying we're not going to pay. <laughs> That's what it says in there. <laughs> uh -huh. So anyway, 
So now this is a debate whether they're going to have an audience at the Super Bowl. If they're not going to have an audience, what's going to happen? Where is it supposed to be at? I'm not sure. L.A. or is that last year? Uh, let me look. Oh, I don't know. I don't even follow it anymore. Um. So other sports uh, news. Oh, I have something if you don't have what, what do you got? So. Is it regarding sports? Yes. Oh. The next Super Bowl is in Glendale, Arizona. Oh, I've been there. The State Farm Stadium. I've been there. That's nice. Several times. It's really nice down there. Yeah. Um, they have a whole complex. It's out in the middle of nowhere, meaning um, <laughs> it's not like. Like Kansas Motor Speedway was? Uh, yeah. So they Similar to that. It. Right. It was literally in the middle of nowhere. Right. And um, But you go into the complex. And it's got all the different bars and restaurants. It's like restaurants. a town inside of the complex. Right. right. And um, yeah, it's really right. nice. I've have, been there several times. I do have something sports related. What's that? Well, you know, this Let's Go Brandon thing started with this NASCAR kid, whatever. I don't even know his okay. name. Okay. And then um, he got a sponsor of um, LGB. Is that what it is? Let's Go Brandon. LGB.org or what, uh-huh. com, whatever this is, sponsored his car and put a sticker on it. Not the whole car, just like the back fender. And he had it all stickered up and ready to go, and NASCAR said no. Right. And now he's like going to sue. I'm sure they got that far. Well, you can't even take a Confederate flag in there anymore. You are not allowed to have Confederate and flags. And your in soft there. side cooler's got to only be a certain size. <laughs> oh, it's crazy there. I quit NASCAR like a long, long time ago. It's so different now. I don't understand these points and the phases, and it's yeah, it's just it's not as fun. The drivers aren't as fun. It's, it's not. No. Yeah, it's not what it used to be for some reason. Mm-hmm. I don't know where, how it lost it either, but um, during well, COVID, I think Jimmy Johnson. Well, I'm talking about ten years ago. Oh, well, when, when I've lost interest, like, I think Jimmy Johnson won every race. I mean, really well, fun to watch. Or or the Bush brothers. Yeah. But but then there was always like like the people that we grew up liking like. Uh, Dale Jr. and uh, all those guys, like the Bush Brothers, still race, but like Jim, Jeff Gordon's retired, Jimmy Johnson's retired, like they're all retired now. It's yeah. all these drivers I don't even know. <laughs> right. Well, that's one thing, but it's just like weird. Like nobody knew really those now, guys. It's just a different. At one form, time. It's a different form of racing now. I guess I'd rather watch those Indy cars do those tracks that curve those. Uh, what do they call those Grand Prix or whatever? Grand Prix. Well, if you, I like the ones. Um, well, now they got the new one with the electric Indy cars. Have you seen that mm-hmm. one yet? It's pretty cool. Um, instead of pitting, um, they got like actual boosters that you got to drive down one lane and it'll boost Booster. your electric up. <laughs> but you got to do it at certain times of the race. Just like and you got to kind of like pitting, but it's not. And you can use them at any time. And um, That's the, the difference is it's, there's no sound either. Oh, wow. How weird. And so going, rawr, 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 so you're just sitting there in going, silent. Oh, that would be weird. That's the whole crazy part of it. Right. But I like the electric idea. I don't know. So there's a future podcast that we can do a whole 30 minutes on, and it's on a NASCAR driver that uh, Tim Richmond, uh, his story is quite amazing. And we could do a whole 30 minutes on that. So we will do a Tim Richmond podcast. That's okay. Awesome. I'm doing one on something then that I like. That's perfect. You'd like this Tim Richmond one. It's great. Um, all right, so um, sports to Antonio Brown's stuff. I mean, dude. Uh, then he's at the game the other night what a or something. Goddamn, he was at a basketball game. What an idiot, dude. Why? Okay, he sits there yeah, and yeah. says that he hurt his ankle, and he told him. Okay, first of all, there's 20 other people that said he didn't tell us jack shit. Okay, he never told us his ankle hurt. He's just sitting there being a big fat baby. You know, he already got suspended for allegedly. Fa- 
he is a baby. He already got suspended for faking his COVID form, which another girl got actually arrested for in California. This dude don't even get arrested. It's illegal to do that. It is illegal. Well, they're comparing it to what he did, like the, uh, what's her name? Biles, the gymnast, like kind of with the mental, um, you know, he had a mental breakdown. That's what they're saying. Okay. So what he did, if you don't know, is during the middle of the Bucks game the other night. Man, you can watch it. Yeah, you can watch it. But let me just tell real yeah, quick. Go ahead. They, uh, he uh, just got up in the middle of the game and started arguing with the players on the side and then took off his jersey, took off his pads, threw him down, threw stuff in the audience, part of his clothes, walked out in the middle of a play, walked across the field. The cops thought he was a fan running on the field because he didn't have any clothes on except for his shorts or whatever. And they tried to tackle him and then they stopped, realized he was a player. And then he's like, I'm out. And he danced around in the end zone and he walked out, quit the game. And so then at the after, when they were interviewing the coach, the first thing he said is Antonio is no longer a Bucks player. Oh yeah, he's gone. And um, then they show him five minutes later standing outside. They wouldn't let him on the plane. So they show him waiting for an Uber outside uh, of the stadium. Yeah. <laughs> they're done with he him. Was, they they um, officially fired him today. And when he first came on the scene, his first two, three years, he was phenomenal. Right. He still is. I think he's got some mental problems. Well, and that's what they're saying with these athletes now. A lot they're, of them do. Um, you know, you, you look back at a lot of these guys that didn't make it or drafted first round and Johnny uh, Manziel. It's uh, a, he, it's he all, has, he has a lot of problems, but I think that was the, what's her name? Simone Biles. I think it's your parents pushing you. Also, well, I think it, she was the one that first kind of brought it to, and you know, her big thing was she didn't want anybody to know she was taking the medication, I guess over in China, you, she couldn't bring it right. in with her. Right. And then, so she's flipping out. But at what point do you're like, you, there's so much pressure on me. This is bullshit. I'm, well, I'm, I'm a goddamn saying. millionaire. Who cares? Well, no, there's pressure no matter what. Like, right. There's pressure on us every day, but man, that's some serious pressure. Well, there's pressure on us every day at our job, just the same as their job, but without, and I can see it too, because of our, of our awareness or people's awareness of us in the community because of what we do, our auction business, we're online a lot. We're pretty public, uh, people here locally. And You've seen it and witnessed it where we just tried to go out to dinner and it's question, question about this antique or this auction question or this auction right, question. When you just want to zone it out. <laughs> and yeah. And so you can only imagine that and it's just locally here on bullshit, you know, and people we know that are just being nice. And it's not only the pressure of being a, a fame, an athlete, but you're famous. You have people right. around so you So imagine constantly. that 500 times. What people we trying to scare well, your old friend trying right. to mooch off of you i mean really your family member trying to mooch off nobody of you. does that for us yeah well yeah. <laughs> we're in a little bit different income category now and that's what i'm saying too right yeah well i can understand it listen i mean so, honestly i took a week off and i worked from home because I, I needed a mental health break i was really having breakdowns just anger and just i mean we literally work a lot a lot and so it was just nice to be able to work at home and i had a it was just refreshing it was really nice to work without you. <laughs> Literally. That's not what the, employee, the employees wanted me back. They no, they me. don't. <laughs> well, it was kind of convenient because all of our employees were off anyway for that week. So um, it was just me and one other employee and that was it. And uh, the other five or six were not even there. So um, they're all back this week and everything was great. We had a great day today. Listed a lot of great things. Uh, but we think. were talking about pressure of athletes. Oh yeah. Well, okay. So let me back up. Then that's just all the bullshit. 
now you got to go out there and catch the goddamn ball. It's, you know, or drop the ball or do the perfect gymnastics roll, routine. Yeah. Or hit the home run or strike out. And you could get and, hurt. I mean, you're, you could get hurt in one second. You're done. Right. And so I get, you know, when you're performing and, and you've seen that too. Um, when we first started our auction with the podcast, you, we were both nervous as shit every time we got on the air. Um, and then, even when we do live stuff now, like the charity stuff we do live, or even when I'm just live bid calling, I mean, you're initially like you're revved up and you're nervous and you're, you know, ready to go out there. And so you can only imagine, and I'm doing it in front of 300 people. Now they do 30,000 people, 60,000 people. Not only that, but every time you make a mistake, it's on when you're famous, every time you make a mistake or mess up, it's on. Instagram, it's on YouTube, it's on TMZ, it's on everything. Oh, they hit the wrong note, or they didn't catch the ball, or they did something stupid. Like everybody knows. Yeah, um, like we do stupid stuff. Nobody and they, knows. I remember um, I went to a luncheon a long time ago, uh, six seven years ago. Just one. Six. That was one of many lunches. <laughs> but the uh, keynote speaker was. Uh, oh shoot. He was the cornerback for the Rams. Um, uh, anyway. Anyway, I can't remember his name. He was with the Rams for a long time in the Super Bowl stuff and all that. And he was like a cornerback safety. And uh, he had a nice speech. And he was talking about everything. And he that was kind of one of the things that stuck with me. And he said, like, he goes, uh, um, you play the whole game and you're flawless. And you've shut down that wide receiver the whole game, but just that one pass and that one big touchdown where they get the touchdown on you. I mean, he goes, then your picture and you failing is all over the news the next day, right. blah, 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 blah. But he goes, and they never talk about How that whole game is that one pass that got by you. Right. And that's kind of what it is, man. I mean, that's kind of pressure that those guys are dealing right. with. Well, and he's kind of right. We feel that too, because right. we he's totally right. We don't want to mess up on anybody's stuff. Meaning we don't want to list something wrong on our auction or we don't want to mess up at pickup and give them the wrong thing and things like that little things but when we get when we do make those mistakes it is embarrassing like i take it personally because it's embarrassing for my company like we used to own a flower shop if we mess up something it's embarrassing but that is a lot of pressure that's not on tv that's not for the whole world to comment on and see and every fantasy football message board saying what a piece of shit you are right yeah, it's gonna be tough for some of them guys i'm, I'm sure um and then some of it just comes easy and some just don't care and some fly under the radar and make their money and retire. I mean, um, the one guy that we, I, I've had lunch with him a couple times. He was a Rams player. He's in the NFL for gosh, I think 13, 14 years as a specialty player, a long, uh, snapper. And, um, nobody really knew him. Nobody really recognized his name. He would come in and, uh, snap the ball, five, six times but he a could game, go maybe, out and nobody maybe none. Up. And, um, he did that for 13, 14 years and made a career out of it without anybody ever knowing what he did. Right. And he just did his thing and, you know, um, was one of the longer, you know, one of the better guys right. at that position and still no recognition. I mean, you look at the, um, trading cards and stuff we do for the sports cards. Um, even big name guys, you know, I mean, they just aren't, I don't know. There's only a certain handful of guys that are worth anything from 10, 15, 20 years ago. It's just weird how it's, uh, it seems like that 
their players don't stay around as long either. Like I was, we look at old cards from the eighties and nineties. I'm like, I know that guy. I know that. I remember that guy. I remember that guy. You, you look at for one, 20. Yeah. Or you look at him now and it's like, who, I don't even, who is this dude? Well, man? I look at a guy like Cam Newton. I mean, he was superstar for two, three years. Now he's not even wherever. Right. Um, the what was L LG three? The, 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 yeah, the Jags don't even RG three, RG three. What up? San Francisco said, bye-bye. There's a whole things on there. You can look on YouTube. It says it's like if you win a Heisman Trophy, you're cursed. They they say that <laughs> it right. is true. Or if you're on the front of Madden, you're done. Right. That's a curse. Or too. if your <laughs> HBO, um, what's that called? The 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 pre oh, real sports with Brian. No, no, the HBO. Uh, oh, the Hard Knocks. Right. Your team sucked if they. Well, no, you'll be like, yeah, you got a disappointing season. So, right. Anyway, that'll wrap it up with uh, sports for now. Um, but let let's me just take, say, let me just oh. say one more thing about pressure. I read something today; it was kind of cool. It said, "You patronize McDonald's and they mess up your order a hundred thousand times, and you still go back a million times. But a local business makes one mistake, and you blast them all over Facebook. Right. So that isn't that's true. I never thought about that. I don't. Yeah. Why don't well, anybody? Nobody cares because nobody McDonald's don't give a shit. Local businesses do. Well, and that's, I think, the, where does your business make that move where you were just talking like, we make a mistake, we do something, we take it personally. Like, there's people that own businesses that are never there, that never know about the mistakes, that don't know there's mistakes going on and don't care, or they care, but... An absentee owner. Well, not necessarily mm -hmm. that, but just they're so big. Right. I mean, let's think if we grew, let's think if our business grew 10 times, we'd have we wouldn't know 60 what was employees. Right. We wouldn't know what was going on. I wouldn't know if a thing got missed to pick up right. or a picture didn't get taken. I would, I, you couldn't be able to. If that's we had that many employees, we would be absentee owners because we'd be rolling. Uh, we would be, uh, no, we wouldn't. Uh, yeah, that's the thing. Um, you wouldn't be roll. You wouldn't, what we, you might have more money, but you got 60 people now you got to deal <laughs> with. <We're, laughs> then now you're dealing with health insurance and <laughs> I know you have people. And that, that's what I mean. You got people that hire to hire to do that. Now you got a whole department for this and a department for that. And it's just crazy, but I don't know. Um, I guess, uh, in other, uh, business news that chick got found guilty. What was her name? The El Elizabeth Holmes from Theranos. Right. Half the charges she was found guilty on half. She was, they were deadlocked on some, some, and they just said, no, you didn't do it. But with the charges she did do, she's facing 20 years in prison for defrauding investors. Oh, she should be a rest of her life in prison. I she's, mean, that's a lot. Of, I mean, that's like robbing. I mean, there's a, guys that go in and rob a bank or rob a 7-Eleven for three or let's say they get $1,500 from the 7-Eleven and uh, they're in jail for 20 years. Right. She did a Bernie Madoff almost. Yeah, I just don't get it. Just because she didn't use a gun or just because it wasn't a bank or a 7-Eleven. I mean, these people, well, they got the money. And that's money. We could do a whole nother 30 minutes on Bernie Madoff. I'm an expert on Bernie uh, Madoff. Yeah. Dude, that dude. Nobody cares about him anymore. Yeah, You're the only one that cares about I him. Mean, what a jack off. Well, yeah. He just but died. it's the same thing with her. And like, so yeah, what about the dude? What about the dude that has uh, five years for selling a pound of weed? Those dudes should all be let out. Weed's legal. The, all those weed charges should be dropping right. everybody. That's the way I feel. So it's just confusing right now. They talk about prison reform or they talk about, you know, um, yeah, I think it gets pushed to the extreme on both sides. But um, there's something to be said about that. I mean, why isn't that chick just, why isn't she public enemy number one? Because it wasn't their money. Nobody, it was investor money. It was, she defrauded the, she basically right. defrauded Walgreens. She nah. fucked Walgreens out of billions of dollars because they built all those places in their places. 
Like they their built places those, in their places. They built all those key, like right. they built their stores for her to do that. It just reminds me of, it was, um, I don't know if it was a cartoon growing up or a show, but like, um, they had the machine running or whatever, but they actually had a real person inside. I'm sure it was a sitcom or something kind of like a dude running. And yeah. Like, like it was him. supposed to be a real robot. And there's actually somebody inside. like, that's what she was doing, man. I mean, she just oh, built it all it bullshit. Yeah. Uh, oh, I mean, I wish it would have worked, dude. If it would have worked, that'd have been the greatest invention ever, but it's a great idea. But we know when she said she didn't set it up like this might work. She, she set it up like it works here and faked the test results. That's the problem. Yeah. You can't do that. What about like when Volkswagen did that with, but I don't think they faked it intentionally. What? The diesel air admission thing with Volkswagen. No, I think they did fake it intentionally. You think so? Yeah. And I think they got a big fine for that. Uh, yeah. But that's just Maybe. finding a company like this chick just, she's, I don't know. She's bananas. It's hard enough to do everything the right way. Like we do. Do you think she went crazy? Like I watched the doc on her. And, you know, she started like, first of all, she was, she became a minimalist like Steve Jobs and she started wearing black turtlenecks like Steve oh, Jobs yeah. and then she changed her voice to like this. I'm like, the all chick right. was losing her mind. Man. Well, I mean, you get that first check, you know, for $50 million and, you know, I'm sure you change a little bit. Well, Kim, hey, we got, uh, we're about ready to wrap up this one. Um, this was just our informational podcast of the week again we're a little messed up this is the third episode of the year only um that's probably the first one you'll be able to see the other two uh suck well the audio messed up yeah couldn't believe it anyway um we're gonna be doing these every week here um so like our page uh follow us on facebook um hit that um what is it uh listener support button Mm -hmm. you can give us a couple bucks to help us out uh maybe we get some better microphones but um you know, um, this is what we're going to be doing, um, posting these and uh, just talking about bullshit. Yep. I don't know. It'll get better. We'll talk about some strippers later we on. We should call it the bullshit show. Well, anyway, uh, thanks for listening. Uh, we'll see you real soon at Ogle This. Bye.